This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Man in a Room. How's it going? I'm back again, like a renegade master. I kick your ass and give you a plaster. I don't know if that's the words, but I think I might have even done it as an introduction before, but it doesn't matter because that one was a much better rendition, so up yours. Um. Anyway, so today uh, I haven't really got anything planned. I'm actually going in, just, just going to go for it like the old days. I've got a few things I want to talk about and they may come up, they may not. You know, that's why we're going to do it today. Um... I've been busy beavering away on the website. That's been a lot of fun. It hasn't been fun, actually, because my knowledge from years ago on how to actually make a website is significantly out of date. But it's fine. I'll get through it. Um, but it will get done. At the minute, it's, it's, it's getting there. There's something there, but it'll, get, it'll, be, it'll be getting better. And I'm really enjoying doing all that stuff. Anyway... So the reason what prompted me to just record this episode right now is because I just had to do this thing on uh, on Facebook because it's just really funny. So a couple of days ago, my sister-in-law posted this uh, meme in the in the in the family group that we have on there. Uh, it's basically uh, there are thirty-nine Beatles songs in this picture. Name only one so everyone can try to guess. Right? It's a lot of fun. Me and my brother were playing it and. I obviously I I would sound quite knowledgeable on the Beatles, but at the same time, um, I I I can't quite see the references in this. Like I can see a couple of Russian dudes there. Is that enough of a reference to back in the USSR? Do you know what I mean? But anyway, it's a lot of fun. But we sort of run out of answers. Then I noticed five hours ago the Beatles' official Facebook page, Paul John. Ringo and George, they were sitting in an office and they were like, this COVID's a bit rubbish. Maybe we should post this meme we found online. And then Ringo's all like, why not? And they did. And it's got 9.7 thousand comments. So I want to just go through the answers. Um, because something that is important when it comes to Beatle fans is that not everyone is a Beatles fan. If you're a fan of the Beatles, that's completely different. You're allowed to be a fan of the Beatles, and it's perfectly fine. A Beatles fan, though, they're a bit weird. As um, they they have this tendency to overshare things, such as uh, there's a on this picture. There's a picture of the Queen. So the Queen is referenced in the song Her Majesty on Abbey Road. That's it. Her Majesty, 27 song and the last track on the Abbey Road album, exclamation mark. Um, fair enough. Octopus's Garden, one of my favourites. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, the Princess on the Tower. That's the Queen from earlier. Nope, you're wrong. Yeah, but it could be Lucy. Um... Well, we've got still got some more here. Um, I am the Warus. It's obvious, but it's one of my favourites. 
Didn't need to know that. Um, guy here. All of them. This morning I let myself have a fast food breakfast at a Canadian monolith chain and they had a radio on it and it was playing the Beatles so it was going to be a good day for me. Brackets, a nice way to start the day. Um, what else we got here? There's, there's, there's people just... I, I was just reading this. Like, what is going on here? Um, I saw screaming at my daughter through a megaphone straight away. Exclamation mark. Such a classic. True, along with Guy drowning in the middle of a lake and no one helps him. My favourite song. And then that all sort of kicked off. I also see Hobo waking, bottom right. Uh, and then someone starts bringing politics into it, uh, which they've deleted their comments, because I can see, wow, you went from zero to Karen in three seconds, flat there, friend. Why so easily, easily offended Trump supporter? And it just goes on. And the only reason why I bring this up is because also recently on Facebook, and I don't, I actually, I'll be honest, the Facebook is the only social network I actually am currently using. Um, not for any re specific reasons, because that's where my, my family tend to frequent. Um, anyway, so Ringo Starr did this thing um, to, it's his birthday, his 85th birthday. So he's old, you know. Um, and it's all like, He's Ringo Starr. I'm sure he's 80. Okay, Google, how old is Ringo Starr? See, I'm sure. Ringo Starr is 80, years old. 80. Okay, he's only 80. Panic over. So, you know, it's um, it's interesting that his fans were from when he was, like, in his 20s uh, because the Beatles around in, like, the 60s. And so it's, like, all these sort of... It's got a whole cross-section of history going with it. And then, because apparently his, his birthday thing was supposed to uh, help raise funds towards the Black Lives Matter uh, campaign, and people were just going nuts at him. And it was like, what? It's crazy. Um, but it's just very strange. So I always notice there's always one that says, and I, I, I don't know if anyone's ever noticed, if, if anyone's a Beatles fan who listens, because I've heard there are people that listen to this. Um, and. There's always one that says hello from Brazil. I don't know why. It's always like the can you spot the hello from Brazil. In fact, I'm going to scroll through and see if I can find the hello from Brazil cuz um that's always a that's always a fun pastime. There's since I've been talking, another 200 people have have guessed. Um but yeah. Um yeah, so, since I'm actually scrolling down here, there's three comments um, like that hasn't loaded. Um, good answer here. The Beatles medley, Stars and Forty Five new version, which is quite funny. Um, yeah. Oh, someone here's got a bit of an existential one. Often wondered if the sun. Often wondered. So he's often he's he's thought about this a lot. Often wondered if the sun at the back is Good Day Sunshine or Here Comes the Sun. Or Sun King. Yeah. Mother Nature's Sun. I could go on. But yeah. Anyway, I got reminded uh, about about the Beatles earlier. I was going to have a quick swig of tea. Hold on. It's breaking the the format of me having a, a cup of tea that's ready, ready to be drank in the first half. But I'm going to drink it before the first half is over. Yeah. 
because there is there is there are there are halves in case you didn't know. Sorry, that was very loud. I apologise. Um, but the 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 time when he was like, when Ringo's all like, oh, I'm not going to sign anything ever again. So if you send it to any addresses that you have, I'm not going to sign it. I've had enough. And it's it's just really funny, the fact that he did that. And um, people are angry at him for it. But if, could you imagine? Right. So I'm I'm 36, and I can't imagine spending that entire time writing to people. I, I imagine writing to people every single day, or just got this backlog of just people you need to write to, or get back to, or sign, or something. Uh, for what since the age of like well 10 years, that'd be annoying. It's been more than 10 years, it's been 60 years. So you'd be like, do you know what? Just bugger off and leave me alone. And, yeah. Anyway, um, I've got this thing on my desk currently. Uh, a base, I bought this thing ages ago. And um, it's basically a bunch of discs. And um, there's this company that used to sell these uh, second-hand DVDs and CDs and this kind of stuff. And they, if they didn't have a, a sleeve on, they'd be like 50p each. So it was also, they also had this thing where if you spent like 15 quid, they'll just give you one of the boxes. So it's just a bunch of random discs. And so I bought one of those and I've got it on my desk. And I thought it might be quite fun to just uh, maybe go into them and just see what's on here. I'm going to pick one randomly and I'm going to say if I've seen it or if I've got an opinion on it and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we have got here. Oh, look at that. It's a DVD of Lethal Weapon 3. Now I've never seen Lethal Weapon three, um, but I've obviously heard of it. Um, I don't know anything about it, but um, yeah, didn't know I had that on DVD. Who knew? Who knew that the man in the room has Lethal Weapon three on DVD? Because I didn't. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna drink the rest of my cup of tea, and then I'll be back after this short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Just before I move away from talking about the Beatles, I just want to just talk about one thing that recently happened to me. So I was waiting at a bus stop the other day, and um, it's just a bit awkward, you know. Everyone's sort of standing there, like waiting to put their masks on and all that kind of stuff. It's like, mm, you know... And occasionally I'll try and make a conversation because some people you know they want to have a chat because, you know, you just get that vibe from some people. And this guy was wearing a Beatles t-shirt. Now, as I mentioned in the first half, I quite like the Beatles. So I thought, that's a perfect thing I can mention about this t-shirt. So I said, I I like your shirt. And um, he then pointed at his ears and said, sorry, he's deaf. Now, um, I was like, okay, so I took the mask down a little bit, and it's all like, uh, but the Beatles, so, you know, t-shirt, I thought this would be quite difficult, isn't it? So, um, I sort of gave up on it, but then as I stood there, I thought to myself, well, hang on a second, back up there, Sonny Jim, so if you can't hear... How are you listening to the Beatles? I'm not being funny. This isn't like a bit. I was like, I was confused at the prospect of a deaf man liking the Beatles. I mean, I understand, like, um, maybe 
vibrations and all that kind of stuff or maybe he's got some degree of hearing or he maybe can't hear certain tones but it's just like huh so um that happened and the other day also this is a, a completely different time but or not connected i have just remembered this this guy walked in he had a t-shirt on it and on it it said the word moog m-o-o-g now, I've always pronounced it Moog, because it's got two O's, a G, so you go Oog, and then you got the M at the beginning, so you got Moog, you know? And also, from the Magic Roundabout, there's a character called the Moog. So, Moog. You get used to certain ways of saying things. Anyway, I was like, I like your Moog t-shirt. I like this. You know, I like I like the Moog. And um, he was like, actually, it's pronounced Moog. I was like, alright, calm down. I was like, I don't know if you know what a Moog is. So basically, a Moog is a very early synthesizer that was used in the 60s predominantly. Um, famously used on the soundtrack to A Clockwork Orange, which was uh, ahead of its time, uh, the way it was done. It's you know so ahead of its time. It's actually crazy. And what's very strange about it is the fact that it was, the technology that was used, it just sounded like itself and it sounded, nothing sounds like it now. And they try and emulate it. It's never quite the same. But picking up on the fact that I said Moog, mate, I'm trying to talk to you about an obscure synthesizer from the 70s. Let's talk about my pronunciation, yeah? I mean, some people. But well, there we go, you know. Um... Just one of them things. Can't really think about it too much. If I did, I'd probably go cross-eyed. I don't really fancy doing that. Um. Anyway, uh, so it's now the part of the show where I realise that I actually haven't got much to say. So I've got to try and freeform something out of nothing. So let's just look around the room, uh, improvising as we go. We'll look around my room. I see a lot of washing on my bed. Oh, yeah, do you know what? I'm terrible about putting my washing away. Car. It takes me two seconds to throw that away, to put the stuff away. I've actually got a little hack. Uh, this is a bit of a lazy hack. It's not really a hack, but it's a, it's a thing that I, I choose to do. So I really hate ironing. I think most people hate ironing. It's very clear. But my thing is, is that, right, so I never pair socks. Not It's a bit of laziness, I suppose, but at the same time, I don't believe in sock pairings because when they produce socks, they're like, those two socks match. Let's put them together. Those two socks match. Let's put them together. Those two socks match. Let's put them together. They don't have to match. They're socks. They're not produced together. You know, they they aren't like they don't rely upon each other to to be to be in existence. And you're really going to tell me that you're going to throw away a sock just because it's got a hole? Uh, sorry, you're going to throw away a pair of socks because one's got a hole in it? Explain that to me. But anyway, uh, obviously underwear just gets thrown in a drawer. T-shirts when when washed they get put uh, they get hung up without being ironed. Because I just figure, well, I'll I'll see what I've got that's clean. Because I'm one of those people that has a floor drobe. Someone used that word to me the other day and I've stolen it. Floor drobe. It's uh, basically the the act of throwing clothes on the floor. And um, I've got like a linen basket. And it's, it's, a, it's a bad design, I can't lie. I've got to get a new system for this. But for some reason, no matter what, I never ever put clothes in that. And I always put it around it. I don't know why that is. It's just something I do, and it drives me mad, you know. But there we go. Can't be helped. Only myself to blame, really. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, continue with the improvisation. Uh, what else have we got in the room? 
Um, oh, Lethal Weapon. Can't even add Lethal Weapon. It's one of those films that I, I, people are like, I've never, I can't believe you've never seen Lethal Weapon. And like, actually, I haven't seen a lot of films, really. I mean, I do like watching films, but at the same time, I'm not that fussed. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather watch a like a comedy, like, like a half an hour comedy or whatever, or a 45 minute one, you know, if you can find one. An hour one. Oh, what a joy. Uh, although comedy movies don't really work too much. I actually watched a, a film literally yesterday, and I will have to say it's probably one of the worst films I've ever seen, just from predictability and other stuff. And it brings me no joy to say this at all, but it's Netflix's The Old Guard, or The Old Guards. Um, thoroughly disappointing. Um, very predictable. It's like once you've got the hang of what's going on, it's like, okay, this is going to happen. Is that character going to uh, walk away from the situation and then come back to save the day and save the person's life who she basically just shunned? Oh, she did do that. Okay, cool. Just check in. Um, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and it was, uh, yeah, it was predictable. It's almost as bad as Sister Act 2, which is probably the most predictable film I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, but it's just one of them things really, isn't it? Sister Act 2 is very predictable. And, um, so was the last, so the, the, the old guards, um, yeah. It's just a little bit, bit daft, really. It, 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 the thing was also, it was I've, this is actually the first time I've ever seen anything in 4K, because my friend's got like a 4K television. I was like, oh my god, this seems like really HD. Like this looks ridiculously HD. I was like, wow. And it was too HD for my tiny eyes. I was like, this is too much information's going on. This is confusing me. I like a bit of blur, you know. But there we are, just me. Although I don't know if I've actually seen those videos. You can they're, they're basically on YouTube. Um, there's these videos get uploaded. So basically, there's these old oldie films from like the 1900s. And this is basically someone testing out a camera. And there's these now. There's now these computer programs where they can upscale it and make it like 60 frames per second by because the, the, the software is really smart at trying to work out what's going on and all this kind of stuff. I like watching them um, because that's fascinating. Just how the technology works, to be fair. But, um... Because someone tried to do it to a cartoon and it looked absolutely dreadful. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, I've waffled on now for long enough. And I'm sorry. I was actually surprised to see how long it's taken me to record this episode. So I'd actually date them when I record... When I record them, I put a date on them. I was like, I've not recorded an episode in, like, nine days. And that's actually really bad. Because I, I thought it, was, it wasn't even a week. But, alas, I'm wrong. So I will be back doing more of these. Um, I just need to get this website sorted out because I'm just very lazy. So uh, anyway, I will uh, catch you all again soon um, and all that. So uh, yeah, until then, goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.